0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics,
1: and we're back here on the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, and Nate Klaus, final segment here of the show. The segment brought to you by our friends here at Kugler Vision. Nate, tell us about the latest uh, going on here with Kugler Vision.
0: Yeah, Kugler Vision is—you uh, know—they're doing their best to, to flatten the curve. They have kind of shut down their operations right now and, and doing their best to social distance. But that does not mean that uh, they are ignoring your vision needs. That uh, you can—they're uh, offering vi- virtual appointments. Uh, You can go onto their website at kuglervision.com to uh, take a quiz to see what type of vision correction would be best for you. So when things get back to normal, uh, Kugler Vision is going to be there to help you uh, seeing 2020 and
1: 2020. All right, Nate. Well, obviously things are shut down as far as organized activities go, workouts, spring practices. Um, But the one thing that we've learned is not (laughs) shut down. And that's really everywhere around the country is recruiting for football, especially. And, um, you know, teams are just maximizing this time, almost treating it like um, the spring evaluation period, but they're not able to obviously get live evaluations. We're seeing a lot of 2022 offers go out. And Nebraska made a run this past week, Nate, on the quarterback position. Tell us more.
0: Yeah, it's it's been kind of interesting. I mean, this whole deal, you know, I, I wasn't sure how it was going to impact recruiting. Um, but, I mean, obviously they're not able to have kids on campus, which is a big deal. Uh, but at the same time, they have a lot more free time on their hands. They've been able to uh, to reach out. They're hitting the phones hard. They're texting. They're messaging. Uh, they're getting kids to call them and, um, and even working ahead. And, and we've seen that this past week. Mario Verduzco has offered four 2022 quarterbacks already. Um, you know, and, and I think that uh, you know, generally they like to see guys throw in person, but a lot of these guys are kind of the the no brainer type of quarterbacks, uh, um, and and they've gotten a, a jump start on these guys, and and f- the early feedback from a lot of these players is that they're they're pretty inter- interested in Nebraska, and that um, you know they had great conversations with Mario Verduzco, and um, are really really intrigued by Nebraska. So you know, once the the restrictions are, are lifted, once this dead period is over. Honestly, wouldn't be surprised if we hear about a handful of these 2022 quarterbacks visiting uh, at some point in time. So, um, you know, that's kind of been one of the bigger developments that we've seen or bigger trends, I guess I should say, here over the last week or so. You're listening here to the
1: Husker Line Show as we talk recruiting and Nate when you – Look at the quarterback recruiting now for 2021. Um, where do things sit with Peter Costelli? Um, you know, Northwestern. I know he's a prime target for them as well. Um, I mean, do you have a read where they're at with him? And if they don't get Costelli, is it as simple as maybe Henrik Harburg from Kearney Catholic is Plan B? Do you know where they're at of that at that spot for 21?
0: Yeah. Well, right now, I mean, it's kind of Costelli's at the top um you know he was one of the casualties to the dead period he was set to uh visit lincoln i think for the third or fourth time overall um, for that the big junior day that Nebraska had uh, scheduled and then the dead period was went into effect I think on that that Thursday before the the junior day or whatever it was so um, you know right now he's kind of in a holding pattern uh, and I think Nebraska not only is he at the top of of uh, you know their list I think that Nebraska is right towards the top of his list still uh, still very very uh, interested in the huskers but you know he's got 15 16 different offers uh, you know aside from Nebraska too, and and you mentioned one, a Northwestern, um, there's you know there's a handful of other places that that uh, are after him very very hard and he was planning on taking a, a handful of trips this spring and then hopefully having a decision sooner or later so um, you know he's he's not saying he's moving his timeline up or moving it back right now but uh, he is one of those players where I, I would anticipate you know this whole deal of you know impacting his uh, decision-making process and in terms of exactly when he's going to do that but um, you know if never Nebraska does not get Peter Costelli whenever he does decide to make a decision or or cut his list or whatever. Um, you know, Henrik Harburg is definitely still very much in the picture. Um, the thing here, though, is I mean Nebraska is wanting to see him throw in person before they extend the offer. And um, I know in our chat this past week, um, somebody asked, you know, what's the what are the differences between Harburg and Costelli? Uh, and really, I mean, they they compare pretty favorably. They're both big, athletic guys. that can run very, very well. Uh, Costelli doesn't show it necessarily on film uh, as much as uh, uh, Harburg does, but um, he, I mean, he's he's uh, the open 100 guy uh, for Mission Viejo. He's he's like the anchor leg on their 4 x 100 team. Uh, he can move. Uh, I mean, he's an under. He's like a 10 800 meter guy or 10 700 meter guy at 6'3", 205 pounds. So uh, he can move extremely well. Uh, and he's played at a higher level. You know, the competition that he faces out there uh, at Mission Viejo is, is uh, you know, some of the best in the country. He's been, you know, he's got a quarterback guru, so on and so forth. So I, I think that he's a much more polished product right now. But uh, at the same time, I think they compare pretty favorably. I think Harburg probably has a little bit of a higher ceiling at this point. And um, you know, and it may be just as simple as, you know, after Nebraska sees Harburg throw in person, they say, hey, you know what? Um, we're going to offer, and, and whoever takes the, that, that spot is, is going to be the guy for 2021.
1: You know, it is interesting, though, Nate, just how when you watch Nebraska and the early quarterbacks um, Nebraska offers, you know, it, when you go and see what these guys end up being ranked. I mean, a lot of times Nebraska, you know, I go back to, was it Garcia? Um, I mean that that he's arguably number one quarterback in the country right now, and, and Nebraska offered him. Were they his first offer at that time? They were the
0: second offer at, at that time. Um, but yeah, I mean right now he's he's arguably the the top overall top ranked quarterback in the country. Um, and and, I mean, Nebraska was right there on the ground level with him. Same with, I mean, Logan Smothers. I mean, he had South Alabama and and Nebraska offered him. Um, and we all know what he became, uh, you know, a a rivals two hundred and fifty prospect. We're we're talking about Costelli. Nebraska was the very first team to offer Peter Costelli. And within a week's time, 10 days time, uh, he blew up, had, had close to 10 offers, uh, after the Huskers pulled the trigger. So, um, I mean, Nobody evaluates quarterbacks quite like Nebraska does. Um, you know, I'm not going to say that the, they are the best uh, in the nation at, at identifying talent at the quarterback position, but they know what they want, they know what they're looking for, and Mario Verduzco does a fantastic job of of uh, you know pulling the trigger on these offers and evaluating these guys. And um, you know, we have not, we've yet to see somebody that they've offered that is kind of kind of been like a head scratcher, or, or kind of fizzled out or, or not really reached the, the level of, of uh, you know, big-time offers that, that we've seen.
1: And recruiting, too, I have a lot of respect for that, Nate, because I feel like recruiting has become a copycat game mm-hmm. where you just say, oh, they offered, well, we better offer. And and you may not even really truly do a full eval of a guy. You just offer because that team offered and that team offered. And that's where I give Frost and Verduzco a ton of respect on the quarterback side Because they aren't afraid to be the first guy in the school to ask a girl out. They're not going to wait until somebody does it first. They want to be the first guy. Then everybody else follows when the cool guy asks a girl out. Everybody else wants to ask a girl out. They, They want to be that first person. And it mattered with Smothers, as you mentioned. And, you know, it mattered with Martinez to an extent because they wanted him for so long at Central Florida before he ended up coming to Nebraska with them. So I I do really respect that approach.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have to. Um, And sometimes it takes guts to to be that first one to offer uh, because the natural question always is, well, how come – how come no one else has offered this kid already you know we love him and we like everything about him but how come no one else has done it
1: what do they know that we don't know exactly
0: (laughs) and so um, but they they are strong in in their convictions as far as what they're looking for and they know what they like and um, and like you said I mean it it makes a huge difference Logan Smothers not only were they the the first big time school to offer but they were then able to say hey look this is what's going to happen there's going to be about 10 other schools that all of sudden start knocking on your door and wanting to talk to you, Um, you know, and out of those 10, about five of them are going to offer immediately. And, you know, they're all going to want you to visit campus uh, as soon as possible. And, uh, you know, and, and then they, you know, when, when Smothers eventually committed, they said, okay, well, uh, now that you've committed, you, you're still going to get all this attention and there's going to be schools telling you to back off your commitment or still take a visit and it won't hurt to visit. And, I mean, they were able to, like, predict the future with Logan every step of the way. And everything that they said was going to happen pretty much did happen exactly the way they said it was going to. And, um, and that only kind of strengthened Things with with smothers uh, because they were they believed him in, in him first and then they were so open and honest about how everything was going to play out um, that you know as it all unfolded they said well geez these guys know um, I mean they're they're on top of it so um, yeah it, as far as quarterback recruiting I think that's probably the one position uh, out of out of everything that you you just don't have to worry about at at Nebraska under Scott Frost and Mario Verduzco. I I think that they're always going to get their guy, um, and they're always going to have a lot of talent in that room.
1: All right, well, thanks again um, earlier in the show to Matt Ablamazi for joining us here on the show, and to Grace Harmon, Nate Klaus, Robin Wachett. promise we'll be back again next week as uh, we'll get you through everything that's going on and and try to bring some Husker news into your life here every week. Make sure you do log on to huskeronline.com, support our site as uh, we will keep you up to date on everything um, with recruiting and kind of what's next with COVID-19.
0: Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.